Hello, everyone. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's Office. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is Richard Robertson, and I'm, uh, I'm delighted to revive my podcast. Uh, as as you, most of you probably know, I, I retired last summer. So I can no longer call this from the dean's office. It's now from the former dean's office. And uh, instead of being in my office, we're in the recording studio. But I had to come back and do another podcast for Azogano because this was a tremendous performance when they were here. And I can't believe this. It was six years ago. Uh, tremendous performance when they were here before. And also, this was the performance that was hanging in the balance just as we shut down for the pandemic two years ago. And I was in the middle of all of that still, uh, still as dean. And, um, and so this is a performance that I'm so thrilled to see finally taking place two years later. And just as, as we all know, we seem to be coming out of the pandemic now, and, uh, and this is happening. And so uh, with me here in the studio are Pascal and Zelma, who are the leaders of, um, of Azagano. And, uh, and also, and tell me your name again, from... Stephanie S. Layamwa from Ghana. Stephanie from Ghana, who is here from the Ghana National Dance Ensemble. Did yes. I say that correctly? Yes. And, uh, and uh, will be joining us this weekend. And also Dr. Eric Forst here from Messiah, who teaches percussion and has collaborated with Azogano many times. So um, I'm going to reverse the order from what I just said a minute ago. And let's start with you, Stephanie. Uh, what's, what are you doing with Azogano this week? And how are you interfacing with them? And what is the Ghana National Dance Ensemble? So the National Dance Ensemble was established by the first president of Ghana, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. And he brought all 10 regions together. At, at that time, we had 10 regions in Ghana. And the best artists were brought together in the pool mm -hmm. to teach each other's culture, share the culture, learn the music, the dance, and then form one ensemble and perform in Ghana and internationally. So that's how come the National Dance Company was set up. So the intent is for you to, to perform not only at, at home, but also to sort of take this around, around the world as, yeah. as possible. So um, well, we're thrilled that you're here today. And so how, how is this interfacing with what Azagano normally does? So we've been family with Azagono for years. Mm -hmm. It's not the first time they've come perform with us in Ghana. We've come perform here um, solos, and now we are in a team coming. Mm -hmm. uh, in the past years, we've had three performers come perform with Azagono here, and this time the, and the whole en ensemble is here to perform with them. So, how so many it's been a, a, a long year, <laughs> long years of performing together yeah. yes. and being a family. So how many people are here then from the dance ensemble? We are 10. Oh, that's <laughs> fabulous. That's fabulous. Mm. So Zelma, talk about it from your perspective. Uh, so this is a long-standing collaboration then. And uh, how long, you, you and your husband teach at, um, at Ohio University. Yes. So how mm -hmm. long have you been here in the States then? Oh, I'm, I'm from the States. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you are. <laughs> Pascal's from Ghana. Okay. So I was born here in uh, New York City but, and, and lived in Canada. But my father was Ghanaian, so uh -huh. I had a strong interest in Ghanaian culture. Sure. Um, and so we've been working with the National Dance Company for quite some time. Um, uh, when our president came, uh, the president of, former president of Ohio University went to Ghana, we, they presented a work that I had choreographed um, for his um, arrival. And we've been working together, whether we've had a study abroad program that Pascal had started, 
um, going there every year for several years. Mm -hmm. So we've had a long-standing relationship with the National Dance Company um, and the National Theater. And so um, we did three pieces, uh, three concerts with them, um, uh, 2015, then 2017, I think, and then 2018, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then this work is sort of a culmination of several of what we, sort of like the highlights of those concerts. So mm -hmm. we're bringing you the highlights of our experience together. I, we couldn't ask for more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, tell me about what else you're doing, Chris. The, the performance will be um, Saturday night mm -hmm. at, um, at 7.30 in Palmer Hall. And... Um, uh, but you're doing a lot this week. Mm -hmm. Right, also. so we're, um, the students here are going to be participating in the concert, and so they're learning traditional um, dance and drumming from um, parts, different parts of Ghana. And then they're, um, so they're learning very quickly, I might add, yes. a lot of the repertoire that um, will be performed this Saturday. So don't be surprised to see some of your students dressed up in traditional garb, mm -hmm. playing the drums, and then also dancing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're about to leave us early today from the podcast because right. you're going to go work with some to mm -hmm. rehearse, yeah, uh, with, with some with some dance students. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in just in just a few minutes, but I'm glad you could stop in and and uh, be a part of this podcast. Uh, Thank you. It's uh, it's 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 really it's such an honor to have all of you here at Messiah. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to go back then, go on to Pascal and just Azagano was begun after you came to the states, or how long has it been in existence? It's uh, not it's not a it's not a part it's not an uh, Ohio University ensemble, right? No, it's a no, separate, no. Yeah, it's, it's a private it's our private uh, professional group. Exactly, that's what we I thought. started in two thousand one. Uh huh. Wow. Uh, just by accident, uh, that time I was uh, at West Virginia University. Mm -hmm. I was in charge of the African Ensemble, which I, I created and were invited uh, to uh, Korea. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was around, what, 9-11. Uh, uh, right. So everything was set to go, and then 9-11 happened. And then some parents would not allow the students to go. And if they advertised the steel band by taking the whole uh, West Virginia University steel band, the African ensemble, to uh, to uh, the first uh, percussion festival, international percussion festival. And uh, I was in a dilemma. I didn't know what to do. So I called some of my old students, and most of them are still part of Azaguna now. I said, you have been invited to ta uh, uh, Korea to perform. But you know everything has been said. We have the flight and everything. Mm -hmm. One week for us to de depart. So what are we going to do? So I call some of them, like Ramsey, mm -hmm. Zach, and Co. So we are there, and then one week we have to switch all the all the tickets and go to this group. And then if Zama, we and went to the material. Learn, we are learning the materials on the flight. Got <laughs> 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 a sixteen-hour flight. <laughs> We went there, we performed, it was like just amazing. And then when we came back, after that performance, they invited us back for the World Cup. Wow. wow. 2002, because they said, love it. So when we came back, I realized, I them, now is the time for us to be, I'll be talking about, thinking about having a professional group. This is it. So going back 2002 to Korea, we decided we are not going to use the students, so we just, uh, said this Asagu now that you have Asagu still, but when we, even when we went there 2001, 
the West Virginia steel band was turned to what Asago Steel. Yeah. So that was the beginning, and then from there, everything just. So I said it was the, for the opening ceremony. Opening of ceremony. The World Cup. Oh. Yeah. Roger Moore, Roger Moore was there. Uh, <laughs> Pink Floyd, Roger Moore? No. Oh. James Bond. Oh. oh. <laughs> they were there, right. 65,000. Oh, that's Roger Waters. Never mind. I got it. <laughs> yeah. You can edit that out. Right? <laughs> so yeah. the stadium was. This is yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, everything went. So that was the beginning. And, uh, that's we a started, great story. Yes. I mean, it's just, it just shows you how creativity comes out of, you know, absolute yes. panic and necessity, yes. right? <laughs> We've got a gig and we've got to be there yeah. with something. So, so let's after that, we, you know, Zaguna, we went to several international conferences, went to Hong Kong, went to Taiwan. Can I interject? Mm -hmm. We went to Hong Kong because he composed music and there's the orchestra is performing his music. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, and then when uh, we came here, uh -huh. uh, Eric, you know, I knew Eric when he was a student at. Uh, uh, University of Georgia. Azagana went to the University of Georgia, right? No, that was my West Virginia University Ensemble. Oh, but many of the members were in. Yeah, were in yeah, ensemble. yeah. They were all. So Azagana, personally, Azagana right now is all our former students, even uh -huh. the dancers. Some of the uh, some of former students. Uh -huh. So we are just be together. We have been working with them. Some. Mike Ramsey since the 1990s. So it's uh, like a family. Mm -hmm. It's more like a family to us now. Uh -huh. Was this just one concert? It was. He. They came down and basically did what they did in 2016 right. at mm -hmm. the University of Georgia. It involved right. the the percussion ensemble, choirs, dancers. Mm -hmm. um, they brought a lot of people down. It was a major collaboration, and mm -hmm. it was something that I never forgot. Mm -hmm. and, um, when they when they came, and then and how long was that before? That was 1999, oh. 2000. Yeah, yeah, it so was. So this was before Azagano existed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were, but that's what I was saying. A lot of the members that ended up being in Azagano right. were in that group from West Virginia that came down. And um, when I got the job here, he showed up on my people you may know on Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah. and I and I reached out to him. I sent him a message, and and I said, I don't know if you remember me, and. See, the good things can the story, yeah. the story was that at, at the rehearsal, the dress rehearsal for that concert, uh -huh. there was no hangout for the entire group. And there were a lot of people involved yeah. in this. There was like 200 people involved yeah. in this. Pascal said, where's the party? <laughs> and everybody didn't say anything. And I said, I'll host it. <laughs> and so when I reached out to him, um, I said, I don't know if you remember me, but I was at the University of Georgia when... when we had this performance and he was like, he said, I don't know if I remember. And I said, I'm the one that hosted the party. <laughs> he said, oh yeah, I remember <laughs> you. <laughs> so um, he, that's when we started talking about coming here in 2016 and, mm. and doing it with the, the group from Azagano, who also all remembered the party as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and then it just grew from there. They invited me to go to Ghana with them in 2016 and I took the marimba over there and performed and went back in 2018. And then that's when we started talking about this. And so um, so for this performance, we're involving, and I know originally uh, our orchestra was going to go to Ohio even, you know, back. We did. Uh, we did that then this year? That was this yeah. past weekend. Oh, ah, yeah. I had yeah. no idea. See, yeah. I'm totally out of the loop. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they came. They came. The, uh, the students performed. They had a good time. Uh-huh. Uh, they came that uh, Saturday morning, we rehearsed the whole day and 7.30 showtime, it was good. 
So that was that was just this past weekend. Yes. And so now uh, they'll be involved again in yes. the choir. Uh -huh. And as we said already, our student dancers are all involved. And this is what you know, do. You often go to other schools. Um, or, uh, yeah, we go to other schools, but not as uh, elaborate as this one. As this. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have already tried to involve other departments, and yes. and that's the essence of uh, our performances, uh, essence of what we do. Yes. Because music, as we know it, the concept is so different from an African perspective. Because we don't have a word for music in any language, so when we say music, we are talking about all the art forms coming together. It's an interdisciplinary thing, so. Uh, he tries to bring all the choirs and every, everybody, you know, and it's very... Um, like, you know, the original Greek word, of course, mm -hmm. was like that. I mean, it... it Musica. The word for Musica? Music. I, I've been yeah. telling people, this is the first time I'm <laughs> having somebody in a music <laughs> department where the uh, classical or audio art music yeah. is the, saying this. When <laughs> I tell students, they say, oh, what is that? I say, wait a minute, that's the original concept. The Greeks would have never thought of music without words, at least, but it also involved dance Dance! and singing. It did. I mean, that's the chorus in a Greek tragedy. I'd be saying all this. Of those things. Nah, nah, nah. A, <laughs> uh, you know? So and that's where our word comes from, for yeah, music. So, so, so yeah. that our word, Azaguno, mm -hmm. uh, is coming from this uh, perspective that Azaguno is that person who can dance, who can sing, who can play the instrument, who knows about the culture. Yeah. Because we don't have a word for a performance in our language, Nupopo, that's the word for our concert here today, is a public spectacle. So among the Ebes of Ghana, yeah. you know, is a, a chase and Ebe. Fanti. Fanti. There's no word. So mm -hmm. when we were in Ghana, it was agro, play. Mm -hmm. But that concept of play is everything, dance, drum, and everything. It's so, not just music. Yeah. We so, play an instrument, but we also do put on plays. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah. So, uh, for us, Nupopo is you're coming to see uh, uh, performances, dance, drumming, singing, everything. So, that's why instead of saying uh, concert, no, we don't use that term anymore. We try to use the traditional uh, term that actually captures everything that we are doing. I mean, Eric can tell you when I was a dean, and <laughs> we did have a school of the arts. Mm -hmm. um, that was that was something that we tried to work at, and I have to say, Eric and and Greg mm -hmm. did some of the most intentional collaboration across departments. Mm -hmm. But I just, uh, you know, when you look at e even within the Western tradition, Western European tradition, artists hung out together and they talked to each other across disciplines. It wasn't just musicians talking to each other. You know, <laughs> they were talking to poets and they were talking to painters mm -hmm. and they were. Claude Debussy is a great one for that, who is mm. really influenced by the poets, especially mm -hmm. not mm. more than the visual artists, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, and and so we, we tend to put things in these little silos mm -hmm. and castles and whatnot and lock them up. And, mm -hmm. and uh, in the real world, it's never like that. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I, uh, I anything that brings those things together, I think, is, is just wonderful. And, um, uh, you know, in the Western tradition, opera is where, where that happened, mm -hmm. has happened in the past, and now film. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times in, in movies is where you bring bring all of those different mm -hmm. things together like that. Mm -hmm. This is just fabulous. I had no idea you were thinking about it. And I didn't know that about the African languages. Oh, I and, mean, um, that is why when you go to schools, the, the support from the governments, when they hear the music, they're thinking about Western, something Western. Mm -hmm. 
So I'll be telling them, please don't use the word music. Because if you use the word music, my father was the first to Africanize the Catholic Church in Ghana. Mm -hmm. He would incorporate everything, but he's always called a music master. <laughs> Even though he's doing all the traditional stuff, but because he teaches the choir, he plays the keyboard, you're a music master. So you're different. Mm. You're talking about in Ghana. In Ghana. Yeah. Mm. So I'll be telling them, if you want the government, the politicians to actually embrace, because they give more funding to the traditional people, they respect them. They don't give any respect to all the classical things. Now they have some new textbooks written. Even last week, they were celebrating what? Theater week. The Minister of Culture, the people he was praising, they were all the popular artists. And people were saying, what about Abdallah? What about Odo Fosadala, who have written all these plays? But to, to him, oh no, they're in academia, so they are not actually theater artists. So my goal, my goal, our goal is to start to bring all those traditional terms so people can actually embrace that, uh oh, what they are doing in the schools, what they are trying to teach is the same thing happening in the villages. Only that we are not, all that the terminologies are different, we are not. That's why we want to try to use all this. Yeah, oh, this is just fabulous. Mm -hmm. uh, so you guys have to go. Yeah. 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 So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. much. Yeah. It was enjoyable to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was the subject of a lot of faculty meetings, so <laughs> he, he, he he really loves this. So. Yeah. And I I I think I I made Pascal's day by by knowing what the Greek word music meant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. No, that was the well, introduction of my book. Uh -huh. uh, that uh, yeah. one. It's yep. in. It's in there. Yep. It's in there. Mm -hmm for people to know that you know you don't just want to talk about music as if music is just an organization of sound or mm -hmm. silence no it's more than that yep. it's, it's, it's more than that mm -hmm. and when he was conducting i can see his body doing this, doing <laughs> this. you can see that it's becoming the music it's yeah. feeling it it's dancing it oh, that's interesting it's becoming yeah. the music yeah I'm gonna take in, you back in up case i include yeah. this in the podcast i have to say that dr tim dixon just walked into the room <laughs> the conductor, and that's the person who is talking about conducting <laughs> all right well we're continuing the podcast now uh in the sec sort of the second stage we're gonna see how this edits together uh when we uh, uh when i when i put it all together uh later today but uh Pascal is still here in the room with us, but now uh, uh, the dancers have gone to do a class, but I'm joined with my colleagues here from Messiah. Uh, Dr. Eric Forrest, of course, has been here all along, and, uh, and we're also joined by Dr. Joy Mead and Dr. Tim Dixon, who walked in at the end of our session recording, and just in time, Greg Hurley just walked in the door. And so, uh, so we're all here. Uh, Greg, of course, is in charge of our dance program, and pretty much started our dance program here at Messiah and is our main dance guru. And uh, Eric Forst, of course, teaches percussion. Joy Mead is in charge of our choirs and, uh, and of the concert choir. And Tim Dixon is with the orchestras. So Tim has already traveled to Ohio University and been part of this concert there. But the concert choir will also be part of the concert Saturday evening. Our dancers will be involved, our percussionists will be involved. So here are all the Messiah folks who will be a part of this. 
Uh, and Pascal, you've already talked a little bit about why you involved. We've talked about just our concept of music and mm -hmm. how different it is and why, mm -hmm. why you want to involve everyone. And, uh, and also that this, um, you've honored Messiah in that you do this more thoroughly here than you do in other places, mm -hmm. which I'm really thrilled to hear. And so um, I guess, uh, I'm not, is there anything else you'd like to say about that? And then I just want to hear from each of you what your role is and what you'll be doing. Yes. No, you know, it's very important that uh, we walk, uh, we do our work across disciplines, you know, because my concept of the eyes is always that it's a big bowl of salad. <laughs> That's how, that, you know, my next book coming is about this that uh, music is a big bowl of salad That's, it's as simple as that and in that bowl you have lettuce you have carrots you have everything so our concept of music in African culture is that you're going to have dance everything there you can take the carrot and eat it also good but to enjoy the salad you have to eat that carrot with something else. So he can be playing the percussion and be enjoying it, but for have to have that whole, you know, enjoyment, maybe he has to bring some dances or he has to bring some other stuff, especially with the dance too. You know, for a long time, dance is just there, you know, entertaining. No. And also sometimes they put the, what, the musicians, is in the, that's the college, I hate when I see that. <laughs> and then the dancers up. They are doing that and the, the musicians are hidden now. They all have to be together. So you're going to see drummers and dancers interacting on stage. So my concern, what would we do? The person says, oh, you put the orchestra? I said, no, 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 no. The orchestra will be on the stage. And what about you want to see the dance? I said, no. They are as important as the dancers. That is why when we perform, orchestra is at the back. The dancers are whatever. You can't go and hide the orchestra somewhere and then just project the dancers. That is not my concept of the art. Now, I know when you were here before, the choir did participate in that. The orchestra didn't, but the choir mm -hmm. did. And uh, they just came on stage at, mm -hmm. at a certain point. How are, we, how are we arranging things for this concert? She doesn't know. <laughs> you don't know yet. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't told well, her we'll yet. <laughs> we haven't mixed the yeah. salad yet. <laughs> yeah, because what's happening is that people should know. Because of that individual uh, uh, ingredients in that bowl, the choir is going to perform one or uh, two pieces on their own. The dancers are going to do some things on their own. Orchestra comes in, and then second half of the concert, that's why you see the whole bowl in action. Mm -hmm. The chorus, the orchestra, the dancers, the percussion, everything. That's when the whole theater, the theatrical thing. And sometime between today and Saturday night, you'll figure out the logistics <laughs> of where to put everything That's on right. stage. Everything, right? everything inside, you know. <laughs> yeah, tonight we are going to work with the, the choir, make sure uh -huh. all the pronunciation and everything. You planned all this, in other words. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. And then. Uh, uh, the orchestra, they will, <laughs> they will review their stuff tomorrow. We have because, an element of improvisation about yeah. the logistics. Yeah. Well, so. uh, Pascal, in the first part of the, of the podcast, Pascal explained the origin of Azagano and how they had a gig in Korea and all of a sudden he couldn't take students because of 9-11. And so he created a professional ensemble and they learned the pieces on the plane. 
<laughs> 16-hour flight. Yeah. So uh, he's giving you guys a lot of time here. Uh, oh, <laughs> we've already performed, so that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. We're ready. This it's is just, just this is just a placement of space. A placement yeah. of space, which yeah. is always an issue. I mean, that's one of the things uh, you know for musicians and 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 theater and every I mean, we we deal with that daily, don't we? I mean, that's just it's just uh, just a part of our lives. It's, where do we put the piano? From from last night. Um, Greg, I don't know, you guys, I don't know how, how you do it. Their students picked up this so fast last night. I was so impressed. They, you know. they did, they, well, they loved it. Mm -hmm. They were very enthusiastic. Yes. They're actually dancing. That's why I was late to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're rehearsing right now. Yes. There's a jazz class right now that Zelma's teaching some more students. Mm -hmm. And they're all very excited and they had so much fun. So when it's community oriented, I think it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, now that's an interesting thing to just back to your whole meta, not not just the salad, but this, just this idea of being interdisciplinary. Mm -hmm. I mean, does that make it, it certainly takes pressure, maybe some of the performance anxiety off of people a little bit when it's like that, but I wonder too, <laughs> just does it, no? No, I, I, I wouldn't describe <laughs> it that way. <laughs> okay. Well, well, actually, and it's just, it, it's such an, uh, yeah, my, my position you know, as this, oh, always as a conductor, you're just sort of, well, you're literally a conductor, so you get energy over here to over there, and, yes. you know, kind of, um, and putting, being a, a linchpin between these different things, I don't know that I would say lowers the uh, pressure anxiety, I think it actually raises it, but it makes it so exciting, mm -hmm. and, and makes it very, I'd say, present moment focused you know we, we said we performed this last weekend and we um, had some time in the afternoon on Saturday to work through the music together do it with the dancers and then of course we get to performance and some things will be different and uh, and that's always true but the range of what's true is it, it, I mean has fewer boundaries <laughs> of what's what's different from rehearsal to performance and it, it made it really exciting well, then they used to always say, you know, the best training for uh, for conductors was the opera. Absolutely. And this is this yeah. is a little bit more than the opera, isn't it? I mean, you know, because <laughs> you, well, at least it's opera at its with everything going on yeah, at once. Right. You know, right. so um, you're 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 coordinating all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe I'm wrong, but anyway. <laughs> but I think it, it might in the creation process. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, it's just nice too for our students. So often our own ensembles become like very self-focused about how we're doing. And mm -hmm. it's so nice for them to see like a broader picture of like how they fit into the whole. Um, mm -hmm. And it yeah, becomes absolutely. both like it increases their level of rigor and excellence because they see other excellence around them. But it also like, as you were saying, kind of like spreads the wealth of like, yes. um, you know, their mm -hmm. impact, you know, well, is, is I mean, part I still, of the whole. I still think it, it is a different kind of performance anxiety from doing a solo recital yeah. oh, for where sure. the focus yeah, is entirely right. on you and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So. and there's and there's different sort of uh, say adjudications of correct or focus on mm -hmm. I'm putting I'm putting scare quotes you can't see this on the mm -hmm. podcast yeah. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah. but but being open to kind of the, the energy of what's going on in the moment and knowing you know well, and here's where we I, I, I found it fascinating how when we were in Ohio doing the performance, how 
light bulbs started going off in the orchestra members Absolutely. when the, when the dancers were there and yeah. they could see what actually they were doing and how it related to what they were playing. And then like last night when we did Gahoo, mm. it was pretty good in the rehearsal room with just the drummers. But as soon as we took it up with the dancers and the, the drummers were able to see how the dancers were changing what they were doing based on what the lead drum was calling out and how they had to adjust to all of that as well. It was this really nice interaction at the time and it changes the way that they think about what they're doing. This is why we continue to do our collaborations right. the way that we do. Right, because when we, the drum and dance collaborations, there is a pressure but also responsibility, but the responsibility is to give the dancers to give to the drummers mm -hmm. and the drummers to give to the mm -hmm. dancers yeah. instead of being internally focused it's outwardly focused mm -hmm. and that kind of responsibility pressure i think comes there's greater reward mm -hmm. and things come from it and there's a synergy that comes off of it because the dancers danced better when you've got more drummers in the room mm -hmm. right they were freed up mm -hmm. in the same way the drummers like oh i, I see what we're inspiring so mm -hmm. yeah there's a responsibility and accountability that adds yeah. to the pressure like I don't want to let them down and that's what we found with students with drum and dance was the drummers are drumming like they've never drummed before and yeah. the dancers are never have dancing because because I remember the first time we collaborated the the percussionists came off stage and were like Ooh. <laughs> um, because they felt the responsibility to serve well yeah um, and, and it's interesting that 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 I stuck with them too because a lot of them as they're getting closer to the end of their time here are starting to play in their junior and senior recitals and all of the ones that went through that drum and dance concert we did last year mm -hmm. have asked me they keep asking me do you think it's okay if I do something with one of the dancers specifically the dancer that was assigned to them or dancers that was assigned to them for right. that project and I said absolutely because they that. form that bond and it, yeah. it forms a relationship that's yeah that that transient experience has an impact yeah. that connects people yeah. from that moment on possibly yeah they're connected mm -hmm. now. absolutely how much improvisation is involved in this in this argument uh i mean it's 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 mostly improvisatory from the from the master drummer but not necessarily i mean it's it's there are things that have to happen but you know uh, even that word improvisation and I, I, my is a creative performance. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. everybody can do that. Because sometimes I watch the dancers, maybe I want to play two or three times for this pattern, but because of what they're doing, I may play about eight times. Hmm. So it's not like I'm improvising, but I'm creatively trying to adjust my uh -huh. performance to what they're doing. You know, it's a different, Mindset of improvisation, you know, improvise, improvise. No, it's actually creatively performing uh, that particular moment. If you do the same piece tomorrow, it will be a different, depending on. I tell my students sometimes, I don't know how I'm going to feel on the stage. <laughs> so don't count. Don't count. Especially when I'm playing for you, that I'm going to play for that guy I'll play the master drum for them. Please don't count. It's not a set choreography. You know all the movement, but now you have to follow me because I'm the lead drummer. For this particular, you have to listen to what the lead drummer is saying. Some other performances, you just do whatever you do. So you can say, do this four times, do this five times, no. So improvisation will be there, 
even some of the supporting parts, the writer they'll be playing. I say, oh, you, you see them all doing rah, 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 and then back to the playing the writer. It's not planned, but when the dancers are giving us that energy, it will just happen. What yeah. I love about that is that what you just described is forces people to listen. Yes. And uh, mm. I just remember the, or the orchestra conducting uh, workshop I attended you know, ages ago. And they said, anything you can do to get orchestra players to listen. It's, <laughs> and I mean, that is so true in everything we do, right? That we tend to be locked into our own little world of what we're playing instead of listening to what's going on around us. And, uh, and that rather than counting, where I can shut you out and just count. Well, and I, to I, some extent, and I think too, there, there's something about the written page, yes. you know, being the orchestra conductor, you know, where, where the players are always have that in front of them, mm -hmm. that, that it's always, it's so easy for that to sort of cut off mm -hmm. communication between musicians and that listening particularly. And that's was something that was very valuable in this, that we have the written page, <laughs> but yeah. we're, you know, having to Say, well, here's here is the written page, but also you, you have to be plugged in listening. To so we already know that the dancing is going to adjust to what the lead drummer does, but to mm -hmm. the, the choir and the orchestra adjust to what the lead drummer does. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> They're both uh, nodding yeah. their heads. Yes, we, we, I, I just we had to. Say, we did. We <laughs> did. Well, yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. That was yeah, accidental. Less, I would say less, less so. Less, it's, less it's, so. It's, it's in tighter parameters. I yeah. think it's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah, Joy, you, you nodded your head. What? Yeah. yeah, I when I when I well we haven't done it yet, yes. so I should say, but when I see the music I tell the students, we might do this two times, we might do this six times, and you're just gonna have to like make sure you're quick with your transition. So they're ready to adjust yeah. on the See every on the fly. every performance tradition, yeah. including classical music, which is completely written and where you're mm -hmm. following to the nth degree, everything on the written page mm -hmm. still is different every night. Yeah. It's different mm -hmm. in a different hall. Mm -hmm. It will sound different based on the acoustics of the hall, on the, on the audience that's there, on the mood of the audience. That's, I mean, everything changes mm -hmm. every night. And this is true, I think, in every performance, but we talk about, so I love that you, this, this idea of creative performance as opposed to improvisation, because mm -hmm. what you described to me is improvisation. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody makes up things on the spot. You know, they're playing things, you know what I mean? They're, they're playing things that right. come out of their experience mm -hmm. and taste and, and so forth, even even the most radical improvisation is that, you know, there's- Yeah, you, because a lot of people, when they say improvisation, oh, they th they'll think that, oh, no, it just, things just happen. No, yeah. you have to think about it before you do it in that particular you know, instance, if not, um, and it would be unfair of our of our our students are not steeped in this tradition mm -hmm. in any way. So like to really be a great improviser, you have to know yes. the right. tradition yeah. so deeply and you have to speak the language the very well. And I so mean, since we yeah, aren't in that language. case, we're just getting to experience it for the first time for many of us. This is a great way to approach to, uh, the organization. Uh, uh, to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> last, last night, his students were just when they came, they were mm -hmm. uh, so scared. <laughs> Because you know, you know, even in Ohio, there, were, oh, there was a, a lady playing the the writer. <laughs> she was so scared. Maybe when she looked at me, I don't know. She thought with this big guy coming to smash me or something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he told me, you know, she uh, he told her to just get cool. So yesterday, the first few minutes, I was just cracking jokes with them. I said, "You're my uncle. You're my cousin." <laughs> oh. Within five minutes, you can see all the everybody was just and uh, when we started, 
it was just jokes and they were all and then they all got relaxed and I please you're not smart you're not smiling enough. Hmm. And then one person said, uh, please go and play the bell so that you can take a photo. I said, No. I'm your uncle, so I have to play. Eric, Eric, you go and take the photo. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, you know, everything uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun and I want to thank Eric for organizing this and for you all uh, involved. It's not easy to bring all these departments, all these different areas together. It is not easy. Well, I, I just yeah. remember um, two years ago, um, and Lana came and said, you know, I think things were starting to shut down, but Messiah hadn't shut down yet. And she said, what should I do? The people from Ghana are leaving. I forget what day it was. It was like Friday. Thursday was or Friday. Thursday. 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 Leaving Friday. Well, leaving Friday. Yeah. Leaving on yeah. Friday. They were leaving on the day. And I said, well, yeah. I said, well, if, if Friday gets here and they leave Ghana, then we'll, we're going ahead. I, I mean, who knew that the governor was going to shut they, the whole state down at that point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the National Dance Company of Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> Before Friday came, the governor had closed us, closed Messiah. And yeah. uh, and so that was that was the end of that. But I think and Ohio University was also closed. No, I mean, I, I called Eric, we were talking and uh, someone was not there. He was in Toronto with his students. They are touring. So they, were, they gave them only two hours to cross the border, if not the border would be closed. Mm. So they were riding from Montreal, speeding on the, the five students. They got to the border, they crossed 30 minutes after the border was closed. If not, they all That's just, crazy, I didn't wow. know that. Yeah. 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 So I had to make that decision on my own. So I called them, I said, please. They were packed, <laughs> ready. And I called them, please. Mm -mm. If Messiah is not going to happen, OU is not going to happen. By that time, OU, they're not sure. But Messiah, he says, uh-uh. And it's the two collaborations, you know. So if they fly down, then we have to take care of the rest of the stuff. I don't know how we're going yeah. to do that. Yeah. So I think it was that Friday night. I think yeah. Thursday, Thursday we decided to shut down. Mm -hmm. And Friday night was when the governor said, you're yeah. closed. Mm -hmm. And that's when we couldn't even come on campus then yeah, for so a while. I remember, at, like, we were, I was asking for some guidance <laughs> yeah. from from the from the administration, and I said, <laughs> you know, what do you want me to do? And in true Messiah fashion, the response I got was, "We are asking you to cancel." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't they, they didn't want to tell me to do it. The response I remember the email: "We are asking you to cancel." That's very kind. Yeah, right, it's very yeah. kind. <laughs> no, but everything went fine. Uh, yeah. They didn't, you know, they, two years, you know, people were laughing at them in Ghana. It was like almost every hour on the phone writing because the other people who were not selected, mm -hmm. oh, teasing them, oh, yeah, you're not going, blah, blah, blah. So the two years we were in contact. We even got, we went there in the, the December to spend one month with them, yeah. you know, buying them, to just for them to feel like. And they went to the embassy for the visa. They didn't even go there for the interview because they all got the, uh, uh, the visa earlier. Mm -hmm. And because of all the things we'll be doing in Ghana, and they'll be playing a lot of our concerts on Ghana, Ghanaian TV, Ohio University, everybody knows that. So they apply for the visa. They say, oh, send your passport and everything, and uh, you can come for the visa after three weeks. So they didn't go for the interview. Mm -hmm. They just wow. turn in all their stuff. And then when the visas were ready, then they just send them an email. They went, even the, they didn't go at all. The passports were mailed to. They were spoiled. They went and collected everything, so no problem with visas at all. So, well, anyway, I, I remember, um, I remember uh, 
Tim and I did a, a podcast last year, and uh, and we were discussing the shutdown, and the fact that none of us dreamed that it was going to be, and how you rushed to get music in the hands of your orchestra players yes. so they could practice it before they came back. That Wednesday night, they had the Azagano music, and we, uh -huh. we had run through it once, and then they had all of our, also our Opera Pops concert we were going to do later mm -hmm. in that spring, so we ran through all of that in one night and said, that. here, here are all the parts, mm -hmm. go practice them, we'll come back apparently next year. So. Yes, <laughs> but we didn't know that at no, that we time. Did not know that. Uh, and of course, right. the last podcast I did that week oh, was right. with Joy and uh, and you had so many things lined up for that spring. We did indeed. <laughs> it all went away. It was, yeah. it was a great We break. were so thankful that this weekend, the choir sang for the first time three tour programs, mm. completely unmasked. It was like the circle of life, you know? <laughs> a little bit, we're like, we're back at it. This is the real thing, you know? And it just felt like this all is right in the world. Yes, when That yes. is just like back yeah. to yeah. impacting people in more direct mm. ways that way through our music. But we can be we can be proud that at least we kept going. Uh, so mm -hmm. many schools shut down completely last year, mm -hmm. and so at least we didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, but Absolutely. it is wonderful to be yeah. unmasked. Yeah, <laughs> and I do see so much growth in our students. Like even through those COVID times, I think my singers have gotten to be better singers, even mm -hmm. though they were, you know, singing masks for Restrained. the last two years. <laughs> yeah, they they learned yes. a lot of great things and. Mm -hmm. And so. the orchestra doesn't have to sit six feet apart anymore. Oh, that's wonderful. And, uh, mm -hmm. No, it did force them to listen, and they got better. Yeah, Speaking of yeah, listening. There's a lot of goodness yeah. to Speaking some of, of those listening, things. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So. And Greg's dancers can do lifts. and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They can touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, things are looking up, and uh, uh, there's a very full spring ahead, but... Uh, uh, I had to come back and do this uh, this podcast because this is the concert that was right at the at the shutdown mm. two years ago, and it's taken two years. I mean, we see, and uh, you know, I, I I saw Randy Basinger last night for the first time since I retired, actually, and and he commented, "And we're finally coming out of COVID. That's a relief." You know, mm -hmm. and I asked him how things were going. You know, <laughs> we're, you know the, the pandemic. Well, if seems the provost to... is saying it. it yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really true. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> now we know. <laughs> That's right. That's so, right. Pascal, thank you so much for taking the time to, yes. to talk with us. This was just a, f a fascinating and wonderful, wonderful conversation. And uh, obviously, uh, I share many of your <laughs> of your thoughts. And I love I love the uh, the salad metaphor and mm -hmm. just the, this whole idea of bringing the the, the interdisciplinary yeah, nature of the arts. Yeah. It's very important that uh, we collaborate. And uh, at the concert, I was talking about the collaboration. Because this is the first time Ohio University is actually seem to be collaborating with another university, you know, they don't mm. do it. So this is the first time one university paying for the flights and then the other university paying for all their fees and everything. It just works fine. So the burden is not on one institutions. And uh, and the arts influence each other across all these barriers. So anyway, that's just, just a wonderful conversation and I'm, I'm thrilled to hear you talk, talk that way. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, and so I want to thank my colleagues who have been here. Uh, Dr. Forrest had to leave, Eric Forrest had to leave, uh, Greg Hurley, Joy Mead, Tim Dixon. And of course, earlier, Selma and Stephanie were here, uh, the dancers that are, two of the dancers that are here. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the concert Saturday night. So again, the, the concert is Saturday night, April 2nd, 7.30 p.m. in Parmer Hall. And uh, hope everyone comes. Thank you. Thank you. This is Richard Robertson from the Dean's office.